Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Happy Thursday, my friends. I sure am excited that you invited me into your life today. Thank you. I absolutely love our time together. I have a great devotional to share with you today. The title of today's episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast is The Ordinary Ones. What could an ordinary girl like you possibly do for an extraordinary God like ours? How could he ever use you when you feel like you have absolutely nothing special to offer? Let me tell you something. God has chosen you. You are the one he wants to use. Why? Because you have precisely what God needs to do his work. What do you have? You have an empty space for his power to reside. When you're not full of who you are and what you can do, there is space for God's power to do what only he can do. That's all he needs. Space. Girl, give him space today and watch him use you for his purposes. This morning, I heard the story of a 19-year-old girl named Flory Evans. You may not know her name, and you'll never meet Flory because she died 56 years ago. Her name likely won't show up in any history books, yet she changed hundreds of thousands of lives when she was just a teenager. Flory was an incredibly ordinary and shy girl living in Wales, an island just west of England. One Sunday evening in 1904 at church, she was so moved by the power of the Holy Spirit prompting her that she stood up and she boldly said these eight words. I love Jesus Christ with all all my heart. She hadn't planned it. It wasn't scripted. It wasn't eloquent. It was simply filled with joy. And these eight words spoken in faith and joy by an ordinary 19-year-old girl started a revival a revival that swept through the entire country, bringing over 100,000 people to Jesus in the first six months. During the time of this revival in Wales, police were left with virtually nothing to do and the courts were empty. Saloons and bars had shut down for lack of business. Old debts, many long forgotten, were paid off in full. Profanity disappeared. It was said that horses everywhere were in complete confusion. Yes, the horses were confused. 
You see, because the horses had become accustomed to responding to their master's profane shouts and kicks and cursing. But when the masters stopped yelling and cussing at them, the horses didn't know what to do. Hmm. Makes me wonder, like, would your car know how to drive down the interstate if you weren't yelling at the idiots on the road with you? (laughs) Would your husband know what to do if you didn't give him the side eye, the cold shoulder, or the snarky attitude? Would Facebook even be in business if we all stopped scrolling and started living? In 1904, lives radically changed. How people talked changed. What they did changed. Where they went changed. God was in every detail of this change. And where did it all start? One 19-year-old ordinary girl who had an empty space for the power of God to fill. And when he filled that space, she simply responded in joy. The rest, well, God did it all. God's power changes people, not us. But he sure loves to use ordinary people with space for his power. Digging a little deeper into the story of Flory, I found an account that she actually had just accepted Jesus the week before. She had been hesitant to submit her life to God because she was honestly just afraid of what God would ask her to do. Anybody else have that feeling like you're afraid to surrender your whole life to God because what if he asks you to do something really hard? Like what if he wants everything in your life to change. And so you're holding back because you're afraid of what God would ask of you. That was Flory. She wasn't giving her life over to Jesus because she was afraid of what God would ask her to do. So she talked to this pastor about it and the pastor told her to go home and shut herself in a room, accept Jesus as her savior and commit to simply responding to any prompting she received from the Holy Spirit. And it ends up God would only ask her to stand up and share her love of Jesus with complete joy. And he would do everything from there. It's been 119 years since Flory Evans spoke those eight words that sparked a revival. And think about the generations that have been impacted since. Think of the children today who know about Jesus simply because their great, 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 great grandparents were overcome with the love of Jesus at a revival that changed an entire country. 1 Corinthians 1 verses 26 through 28 says, remember that few of you were wise in the world's eyes or powerful or wealthy when God called you. Instead, God chose things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. God chose things despised by the world, things counted as nothing at all, and he used them to bring to nothing what the world considers important. 
plain and simple, God wants to use you. He doesn't give a flying flip about what you have and what you can do. He simply wants to use you. Yes, you, the one who feels unimportant. You, the one who feels overlooked. You, the one who feels they have nothing to offer. You, the one who has never been chosen first for anything other than chores. You, the one who never quite feels like they fit in or belong. That empty space within you, which you've been desperately trying to fill, has been left empty for reasons beyond your comprehension. That's God's space. You wonder why maybe you're still single? God wants that space. You question why you don't have what others have? God wants that space. You've been trying to understand why nothing you do ever makes you feel completely whole. Yep, that's God's space. That space is all he needs to use you for things bigger than your wildest dreams. Things so big, they will far outlive you. Things with eternal impact. There are only two things you have to do. One, stop trying to fill that empty space. Two, invite God into that space. What will he do with that space in you? He'll fill it with his power. He will use plain old ordinary you in extraordinary ways, but it probably won't look extraordinary when it's happening. It may simply look like saying what God puts on your heart and saying it with joy. I love Jesus with all my heart. And that spark could start a fire that changes thousands of lives in your lifetime and countless more beyond your lifetime. Imagine getting to heaven and being greeted by a line of people there to tell you how your empty space was where God worked in their lives. How your simple words spoken in joy, declaring love for Jesus, forever impacted their soul. If you've been asking what could you possibly do to make a difference, this. You could do this. You could keep that space open for God and let him prompt you to speak in joy and love. And this girl right here, this really ordinary girl with some empty spaces in her life has just got to tell you, I love Jesus Christ with all my heart. How about you? And what will he do with the space that you allow him to fill? What if you just made a commitment to respond to every prompting of the Holy Spirit 
If God prompts you to say something, you're going to say it. If he prompts you to stand up, you're going to stand up. If he prompts you to shut up, you're going to shut up. (laughs) What if that was our commitment of God, this space is your space. And whatever you prompt me to do, I'm just going to do it. And I'm going to do it in joy and in love. And I'll trust that you'll do the changing. I'll just respond to your prompting. I would love to pray with you today. Come on, let's do it right now. Well, good morning, Papa God. Thank you so much for giving us another new day of life. Thank you for this time that you have granted us. We're so grateful to wake up and and be blessed, Lord, for everything that is good and right and working and all the things that are coming together, but we just don't see how they're coming together yet. God, we thank you. We praise you. Thank you. Lord, we just offer this empty space in our life to you. Forgive us for all the ways we've been trying to fill it um, with distractions and busyness and relationships we probably have no business being in. Lord, we just offer this space to you. And we commit right now to respond to your promptings. As simple and as ordinary and and as foolish as they may seem, we will respond because, God, we recognize that you use the simple, you use the ordinary, you use the foolish, you use the things that everybody else overlooks. That's what you use. So that's what we have to offer, and we're offering this space to you. We are committed. We will respond to your promptings. Whatever it is you want to do, we're here We're available. We're just going to get out of the way and we're going to speak in love and in joy because we do love you, Jesus. We love you with all our heart. We thank you for everything you've done for us. God, I pray for every family represented listening today. I pray, Lord, that you would provide for them exactly what they need for today. I pray for your protection over our families. And I thank you so much for all that you're doing. It is in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, my friends, all you need to do today is show up with love and with joy. And that's what Jesus has given us. He'll do the prompting. Just respond. Just be obedient in those ordinary, simple ways that you think couldn't possibly make a difference. Oh, God can use it and he can make an eternal impact. Everyone have a beautiful day of life. Thank you so much for joining me. I love you wildly and I'll meet you tomorrow. I'll actually be meeting you tomorrow from San Antonio, Texas. Hopping on an airplane today, heading to San Antonio because tomorrow is officially retreat day for my big life Christmas retreat girls in San Antonio. So I'll be coming to you live in the morning from San Antonio. Excited to see you then. I love you wildly. Goodbye, everybody. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com. 